Welcome to the Move on Mark Wrestling Podcast with Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, every time is guaranteed. Join the Move on Mark Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Luba Marks Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler, and I have Jenny along with me. Say hello, Jenny. Hello, everybody. And we've got some stuff to talk about, believe it or not. I say, with everything that happened, it was actually still kind of a quiet week this week. Yes, quiet week, but we still have a, to- we have a good topic for you. I've got my top ten list of tag teams all time. My, my, t- my top ten list of all-time tag teams. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But first, Jenny, how was your week? It was good. Good. Just kind of just quiet little week. Doing some stuff. Crazy weather yesterday, but still got to go out and have some fun for a change. And got to go see a very bloody Renfest. Very bloody. It was like Renfest. a damn John Moxley match out there. Oof. Two Oof. squires and three Oof. knights were all taken out. And there Oof. was blood gushing everywhere. Woof. I was at a, I, I was at a wedding in a barn yesterday. That's the much little, probably much more quiet affair than the bloody red fest. No, there's still lots of blood and guts there. I mean, I guess that's true. That's especially when, especially when the free food and the free alcohol come out. Ooh, that yeah. free alcohol can be dangerous at weddings. Well, you know, it can be, and I've I've been vict- I fell victim to dangerous alcohol at weddings, but not this time. You'd be proud of me because I had to drive an hour home by myself. Super proud. So I only drank two, almost three. That's, I only drank two. So yeah, I, I didn't want to. That's good for a wedding because that's easy. To, weddings yeah. go long. You got time to soak that up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So after I uh, had a couple, had a couple before dinner, ate dinner, and I left around, I left around seven. I didn't stay very long. If, if the whole thing started at six, I left at seven. I left at like seven thirty. I had to go home, check on Sammy. He was here by himself. Samuel. Yeah, he was here by himself, so I'd get home, check on Sammy, make sure, you know, he was okay. Or, you know, maybe I would have stayed longer. But, uh, you know, uh, Red, she got uh, nice and nice and drunk. But, she, you know, she's a cheap drunk anyway. She drinks three, she's out. But she got nice and drunk. Yeah, had, I'm usually had a good time. range, depending on what it is. Yeah. How strong it is. Well, I think so the last wedding I got went to a couple weeks ago. Man, they gave you every opportunity to be drunk. Oh, well, there was definitely there was, every opportunity to be drunk here. There, there was cocktails before the ceremony. And then you went back downstairs after the ceremony for more drinks. And then you moved back upstairs for more drinks and dinner. Then back downstairs for more drinks and dancing. It was a crazy wedding. But it was fun. Yeah, it's it's it was uh, th- this wedding was uh, it was her it was uh, our niece, you know, I mean I, we're not technically married, but you know, yeah, still, it, it's close it's enough. Still close enough. We've been together for over ten years. I say you're within that common law. Yeah. time range. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that's a thing where you live. Yeah, I don't know if that. It is. A, it is. It's definitely a thing in the south. Okay. Definitely a thing in the south. I wonder what uh, Emma and Riddles, not Riddles, Riddick. Moss's wedding will be like because they just put out their engagement photos recently. They're a cute little couple. I like yes, Emma. Yes, they are. Emma's Emma's uh, she's very hot, and Riddick Moss seems like a good good fit for her. 
So good for her. Good for them. Yeah. Oh, I agree. But uh, let's do our quick little overburied. There's only a couple of them because I said impactful week, but other than that, really quiet. Yeah. The first one I have is Randy Orton has been spotted out at the PC. Yes, I've seen this. Not really surprised. Not really surprised by this. Uh, we knew Randy Orton was coming back at some point in time. So, but it's good to see. It's it finally good, good to see. see him within a wrestling setting. It is very good to after see. After all the... He's returning every at every pay-per-view for the last six months rumors. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it is good to see Randy. I think... Uh, I think... Wherever sh- whatever show he goes to, where it be Raw or SmackDown, will be will be enhanced by the presence of Randy Orton. Yeah, no, he's greatly needed. Not, I mean, I don't want to say greatly needed, but he'd be very welcome back. He would be very welcome back. Is more what I'm trying to say. Uh, the next one is L.A. Knight was supposed to be a big part of SmackDown on Friday, but he was removed. Do we know why he was removed? I'm guessing it was the whole John Cena, AJ Styles, and the Bloodline thing. No, see, he was supposed to be involved in that. Oh, really? He's got the COVID. Oh. He tested positive right before SmackDown. Oh, okay. Because he was supposed to come out and save Cena. So instead, we had the uncomfortably long beatdown. Oh, okay. So I think the hope is to still have him... (laughs) Cena's tag team partner at Fastlane. Okay, so when I was watching this on Friday, it, it I hate to say it, but it, it it was a perfect opportunity to be for the Rock to be the mystery tag team partner at Fastlane for John Cena. Maybe perfect opportunity if he wants to do that. I mean, perfect opportunity, but we don't know if he wants to do it. Right, perfect opportunity for the Rock. To, be, to interject himself into the bloodline and get the whole thing started. If they want to go that route and if he wants to go that route. Um, L.A. not being the mystery partner would still be, would still blow the roof off the place. But who knows if he'd be cleared or not by then. He should be. There's still a good chunk of time. We got six days. It's already been two since he tested positive. I mean, it's going to be down to the wire, but so either yeah. they're going to have AJ Styles be miraculously better, or it's going to be. Oh, and the other thing with all this, did you notice that Gallows was missing? Yeah, Luke Gallows has been hurt, from what I understand. He, he had his knee scoped recently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's, I don't think necessarily hurt. I think he was just having a little cleanup operation. So I think he's okay, and he'll be back soon, probably. But I was wondering where he was, and then I learned about he just recently had his knee scoped. So, so nothing repaired, just a scoping. Yeah, just nothing, nothing major going on with with Luke. It's just uh, he needed some routine maintenance. Yeah, some maintenance. Time for his oil change and tire rotation. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, AEW blocked. Stevie Richards from his botch exclamation video that he yes. had out about them. Yes, I heard about this. I haven't watched it, but I did hear about this. So I mean, it's you know it's been removed, but as we know, nothing really gets removed. So I'm still, it's, I'm sure it's still out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
I hadn't seen it. I've seen clips of it since it's been removed, so I do know that there's at least portions of it still out there. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what he was discussing. I'm sure it's the John Moxley pile driver. Oh, yes, yes, it is. It was the John Moxley thing. It, yes. I'm sure it was the Moxley pile driver where he got knocked out on the uh, Rikishi driver from uh, Ray Phoenix. He mm-hmm. was out. He was out. And so, and instead of just counting his shoulders for three, they pick him back up and put him in it and do it again. And then count his shoulders for three. It's <laughs> the dumbest shit. The man's out, can't his shoulders three, and then worry about the t- if you want to get the title back on him, worry about it later. But the man's out, you got to count to three, and, and I, I don't like. That's why I don't like the referees being in on the finish, because the AEW referees are definitely without a doubt in on the finish, because you see that all the time. They they uh, wrestlers eat, don't kick out for some reason or another, and they they stop the three count. And make it like that they barely got the shoulder up. When you could clearly see they didn't get the shoulder up. Well, I think within WWE, I saw someone saying that they have a little more leeway to call an audible in certain situations. Mm-hmm. If it's clear that there is an injury or something that's happening to mess up the kickout attempt. So I don't know if this is just something that the AEW refs just aren't accustomed to yet don't feel comfortable doing or don't have permission to do or whatever the explanation is that, I mean, clearly it was something where Moxley shouldn't have continued and it was a no, nothing, you know, non-title match, right? right. Oh, no, it was a title match. It's for the international oh, a... championship. Oh. oh yeah. It was a title match. Let's see. Those make it a little more difficult. I think. I mean, I but... agree. I agree. But the man's out. You've got to count to three. Right. And you got to count to three, especially, if, you know, he got dropped straight on his head. Now, I don't think it was, I think it was just hard enough to put him out. But it put him out. And well, I think some people also think that the dive spot caused issues, too. Well, I think, I think he had issues from the very start of the match. If you go right. back and watch the match, he staggered yeah, around the, the start of the match. The dive spot was really early. I yeah, think. yeah. He was having issues then. Yeah, at least talking to Raven, that um, that's where she think it initially happened. Mm-hmm. That yeah, he was having. I think that pile yeah. driver probably just very definitely extubated, 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 whatever the word is, issues. Yeah. Yeah. But he- uh, Stevie Richards replied, "So AW is blocking my what went wrong video worldwide." Maybe the company should work just hard to protect their talent so videos like mine don't have to be made. Exactly. That was his rebuttal. Uh, he's right. Stevie Richards is super smart. You wouldn't you wouldn't think so from the goofy ass characters he's played on on uh, on TV, but uh, you listen to Richie, uh, you listen to Stevie Richards just talk and explain. I mean, the man's been in the business forever. He's got to yeah. have some. He, oh, yeah. He, he And he breaks it down in layman's terms for everybody. It's where it's easy to understand. That's what I like best about his videos. It's real easy to understand. See, I watch I watch uh, Stevie's and then I watch uh, Maven as well. See, Maven, Maven doesn't explain things like Stevie does. Stevie can break down anything and explain it to anybody. Maven not mm-hmm. quite so good, but still Maven, get, Maven can still get his point across. But Stevie is really good. Really good at it. 
And I, I mean, Stevie I, would be a fantastic coach somewhere. Right. I agree. But yeah, it's just we'll see what happens there. See if he, out of spite, maybe we'll try to make another video. We'll have to see what happens. Oh, I'm sure he's already made one. I sat and checked. I'm, it out. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. But now for our main topics. There was another round of releases this week. Unfortunately. I mean, we kind of knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. There was no surprises for me. Did anybody jump out and surprise you? I'm mildly surprised by the Dolph Ziggler one. I wasn't. Not in the slightest. Mildly? But... As far as like everybody else, really, there's nobody on that list that really moves the needle for anybody. Moves the needle, move the needle for anybody. I mean, you take here's a look the, at the, here's list, the names. list. It was Abul, Abadi, Fitzgerald. I'm starting at the probably the lower of the names. I'm uh-huh. working my way up. Uh, Brooklyn Barlow, Alexis Gray, Daniel MacArthur, Kevin Ventura, Cortez, Bryson Montana. Quincy Elliott, Ulisa Leone, Iki Manjiro. Oh, I like Jiro. I didn't realize he'd been released. Shanky, Davocado. A lot of people were kind of surprised by Dana Brooke. Let's, I, I, I love Dana Brooke, and I know she's improved in the ring a thousand percent from the first time we've seen her. But, this last year and a half, she had definitely shown improvement, right. but not enough to... Does she move the needle for anybody? No. No, no one reacted to no, her. Nobody reacted to her. Nobody cared about her. Now, I wasn't surprised by these names, but they kind of hurt my heart, was Mason Mansoor. Yeah. Uh, those two good, those two good dudes. Two good dudes. I loved those guys. Good dudes. Um, Boogs has probably been the biggest shit talker since getting released. Oh, he, yeah, he is definitely bitter. Definitely bitter. You know, blaming the Vince McMahon being removed from power thing on his release. And I can no, see it's that. Probably when you blew out your quads at WrestleMania yeah, last year. Yeah. The quad spot had a probably lot to do with it. Cause you were gone for a year. Yep. Uh, Aaliyah. Oh, sorry. I missed top dollar. Not surprised. Not surprised. Aaliyah. I don't want to say surprised, but I thought she would at least get to return from her injury and like, because she was really kind of having some momentum before she got hurt a they little bit. They tried with her. They really did try with her. But here again, she just didn't connect with anybody. Well, she didn't have a lot of time. I know she didn't have a lot of time, but what time she had, she didn't connect with anybody. I was, I would kind of, I wanted to see her get at least another month or two before getting hurt to see where it was going to go. Well, but you got to, you got to think about it. She was in NXT for years. Yeah, but she never got up. used on NXT. Years. She was in NXT for five, four or five years. Oh, more than that. Yeah, she, she goes was back in NXT to for years. the Breeze and Dilly days yeah. of NXT because she was like really young on Breaking Ground. Yeah, she was like nineteen years old. And that was from like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Whenever Breeze got called up, I, I don't, I don't think she's going to have a hard time finding work. Just to be real honest with you. I think that uh, at either TNA or AEW is going to take a chance on her. I think T- I think the way they the way they use their knockouts at TNA, I think she could go there and actually have a solid role. I think there's a lot of good mentors for her at Impact. Yes, Mickey could James really help. Mickey exactly. James, yeah, Mickey James, uh, Gail Kim, come right off the top of my head. 
Naomi even. Na- yeah, Naomi. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I think she. I, I think Impact definitely take a chance on her because she's still young. She's only like twenty six or twenty seven, so she's yeah. still very young. It's not like she's in. She's like in her mid thirties and on the back end of it. No, she's still very young in her prime. I think she will be. I think she will have a job here very very soon. Yeah, no, I agree. After ninety days. Uh, let's see, Riddick Moss and Emma. Unfortunately, you know, sad to see them go together, but yeah. At least they've got good things to look forward to with their upcoming wedding and mm-hmm. their engagement. And, uh, and it's an, that's another duo I don't think is going to be able to work very long. Just no. I mean, Emma's already stuff. had her good run and impact and stuff before. Yeah. And Paige has been reaching out to her, so maybe she's going to try to get her into AEW. We'll maybe. see. Yeah, I don't think they'll be able to work very long. Riddick, Riddick's, uh, Riddick's got, he looks like a Greek god. Uh, right. All, all the only thing they got to do is just, you know, if they can somehow or another bring out his charisma where people actually give a shit, I think he's got something. I kind of liked when they had them working together on TV together, but then whatever reason they stopped using him and this to them, they just been off traveling. They hadn't even been working. Right. And then this one is probably the one that kind of surprised me the most, but that's just because he was supposed to have a match next week at their, and that was Ali. Yeah. He was supposed to be Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, Ali. Ali was a little bit of surprise of a surprise because, because they he had, was he was really kind of the only one still currently being used to a degree yeah, down at NXT. Yeah, yeah. They, they he he was he was set up for a match uh, with uh, Dom, yeah. and now we won't get to see that match. I bet they're gonna put that um, Dragon Lee guy. I would imagine Dragon Lee is probably gonna win the North American Championship on Raw on tomorrow night. Yeah. That would be my oh, that, guess. Oh, that's right. That match is happening tomorrow. Uh-huh. Right. That would be my guess. Just Then they'll probably just take that match off the right. pay-per-view altogether. Right, so they can take that match off the pay-per-view altogether. <clears throat> yeah, not that's... So that was the only one that was maybe, you know, a little surprising, but still not surprising. Because I, mean, I think he was the only one released that's really kind of actively been being used. Yeah. Because he had Elias, who's been gone off finding Jesus or doing whatever religious thing he has been on lately. Yeah, he, he's he went to the same retreat that uh, Aaron Rodgers did. I think. Yes, if you pay attention to any of his social media right now, it is very religious. And I, I thought maybe it was for a gimmick, but then it kept going on for a little too long, and he wasn't on TV. That I'm like, what the hell is going on? It might on? be for a gimmick. Guy. It might be for his next gimmick. We never. Well, know. it might be now. Yeah, it might be now. <laughs> uh, and then he had Shelton Benjamin. A little bit of a surprise right there. That, that, I, I, just, I, I just... I just... I don't know how you release Shelton and not Cedric at the same time right. since they're always yeah. tied together. Like, why do you release one but and not, not the other? other. Yeah. Not that I'm saying I want to see Cedric released, but usually because they're in the same boat of not being used. Like, how did Shelton get it but not Cedric kind right. of thing? Well, I think that uh, definitely uh, Shelty B will... Find his way back to New Japan or maybe to AEW, if not both. And, you know, he had a very nice career over in Japan before he came back to WWE. Raven pointed out to me the other day, this was mostly because of the next name on the list is Dolph, Mm -hmm. which, you know, it hurts my heart, but I saw it coming. I was a little prepared for it. That, um, 
I mean, he hadn't been on TV since May. Yeah. Let's be real. I've got a silver lining for you, though. What's that? Well, just keep it's, 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 finish your thought. I've got a silver lining. Well, she pointed out that the people will officially be free agents on December 20th, which is 15 days before Wrestle Kingdom. So there's always that opportunity coming up. But what's your silver lining? My silver lining is that I've always I've always thought that that Dolph would be fantastic in Japan. I mean, he's got that opportunity now. Just just from the way he sells and and his style, that's the style that he works. I always thought that he'd be he'd be fantastic in Japan. I just don't know if that's ever been something that's been of interest to him. I think if he, he was a strictly 100% all into wrestling figure the last handful of years, I would say 100% he'd want to go to Japan. But he's got so many different side projects now that I don't know if he would want to commit to something like going to Japan long term. It would be a long term. He'd do it for a year. I mean, but that's a long time to go to Japan. It's no, not no, an easy back and forth travel. I'm just but. saying he'd be fantastic there. Oh, well, he totally would. My kind of hope is I'm hoping for an impact run. Because I could see him going in and people would be excited to see him there because he's got the name. That's a place where I feel like he would get the respect too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they would make him a champion pretty quick, kind of like what they did with Naomi. Oh, yeah. They put, the, they put that impact championship on him quick, fast, in a hurry. AEW, I feel like he would be hot for... I don't know, three to six months, kind of like all the other people that have come in. And then he would get lost, kind of like Andrade and Miro and everybody else that's not John Moxley, Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he would have as long-term of an impact at AEW because they've got such a bloated roster. That's that's definite possibility. And with his brother, he can come to Impact because I don't think he's uh, technically contracted to AEW I don't think I think he's more just kind of a hey we need you come in and hang out for a week kind of a character because really he hadn't been used in a while anyways and plus with the way that they treated him and the whole punk thing I don't I'd, I'd impact would be better I just think they're better suited but that's just me and uh, then in an unreal oh go ahead uh, anyway, we'll get to see we'll get to see we get to see very soon. Ninety days, we'll figure it all out. <clears throat> yeah, we'll figure it all out. We get to see, and it, it, you know, wherever they, wherever these guys and girls land, if they go anywhere, it, it'll be it'll be good to see them. I, I don't th- I don't anticipate really a lot of them being without work very long. Now, yeah. some of them probably won't. Some of them probably done in the business, especially those NXT the NXT folk that we just never never heard of. They're probably done. Right. I said there was only like maybe four or five names yeah, on the NXT they're probably list that I actually knew. They're probably done, but you know, majority of them, they're going to find work. They're they're going to find work easy. Oh yeah, totally easy. Mm-hmm. Um, then an unrelated release. The next day was Matt Riddle. Yeah. Not surprised. Not surprised whatsoever. Too much drama. Too many <clears throat> burned bridges. A lot of heat it, on it's, it. It's you know, technically what he did for the most part, isn't illegal. 
I think maybe falsifying claims that an officer sexually harassed you is probably the biggest no-no of what he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can get drunk on a plane. It's not very nice to be a, you know, obnoxious jerk when you're drunk on a plane and in the airport, but technically not illegal, I don't think. I mean, I guess drunken or being drunk in public, but is usually a big no-no, but... Yeah. I think it depends on where you are. Yeah, it depends where you are. I mean, that's what got Jeff Hardy once, was he wasn't actively drinking, but he was drunk on some beach where he shouldn't have been. Or something like that, is what got him one of his technical DUIs. Yeah. He, he wasn't driving or actively drinking, yeah. but he was shit-faced on a beach. Yeah, and... a, lot of places, a lot of places you go, they don't like for you to get shit-faced on a beach. Or shit-faced in their city period they want you to if you're going to go to a bar they want you to get up and get out right uh but uh matt riddle matt riddle not surprised at all there's another guy unfortunately he will find a job i'm not shouldn't say unfortunately but he does he's he 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 does bring a lot of uh baggage with him Mm -hmm. a lot of baggage with him kind of like cm punk had a lot of baggage with him uh you know Maybe maybe Riddle gets it straightened out, and you know he, you know he he straightens himself out and finds work. Um, don't know if that ever happened for him because he had the same issues when he was uh, cage fighting. But there's a lot of heat on him backstage. I think they just wanted to get the drama out of the locker room, and now it's gone. Right call, right call. So I, because I mean I was. I've been having some conversations with people like how does he get in this much trouble and he's not on the release list this mm-hmm. day well he got his own release day all to himself yeah so he got his own release day uh we'll go back to the releases real quick i want to talk about who didn't get released who hasn't been on tv in forever uh you know like dexter loomis uh johnny gargano i think johnny's having trouble overcoming an injury because he's come back at some house shows a few times, and then he just goes back to being at home. Right. So I don't know if he just keeps re-aggravating something, or what. Yeah, and see that the now I won't go. You know, people just haven't been used at all. Candice and Indy haven't been used. Uh, maybe they're maybe they're saving it for a way reunion with Tommaso Ciampa. That seems to be the rumor going around. I hope to fuck so. Um. You know uh, the uh, the NXT tag team, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Alba Fire and uh, Isla Dawn. We've seen them exactly one time. Well, that's because they've been putting a curse on the titles. Uh, apparently, I fucking love that. That's what they're running with because that's what the internet's been saying. Uh, apparently, they put a curse on those titles. So fun, yeah. I mean, the, the titles I think were a little bit cursed before that, but they're very cursed now. Yeah. <laughs> so we've seen them exactly one time. We've seen Tegan Knox hardly at all. Well, she was supposed to do the Becky Open Challenge acceptance. Right. Which I'm okay, as much as I love Tegan, everybody knows this, I'm okay with her not having done it. Right. Did we talk about this already? No, we haven't. Okay, this, okay so I had this conversation with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I know I've had this conversation. I just couldn't remember if it was you and me or me and somebody else. Mm-hmm. I liked what they did with Natty. The story made more sense with the things that Natty said. You know, you're... You took advantage. I went down there and helped people. You went and took from people. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The story was right for it. I want to see somebody like a Tegan Knox 
accept that challenge when they're ready to take the title off of Becky. You know, I, I really thought that was going to be Jade Cargill walking out that tunnel. Not yet. Not yet. I really <laughs> thought it was going to be Jade. Maybe maybe it would be Jade. One she, day. I don't think, would need it. I want to see them put that NXT title on someone they want to build. Yes. Yeah. They don't need to do that with Jade. Nah, Jade's, Jade's, Jade's already a star. Right. You know, I almost wouldn't hate seeing her team with, like, a Bianca Belair. Because Bianca needs some heel help. And I think Jade would be a neat little heel partner to turn Bianca. And really make Bianca dastardly. Well, we, that might happen. That might happen very uh, sooner than what we think. Because, you know, profits have turned heel. Right. And, uh, you know, that's that's a... That's really working out for him. Mm-hmm. That's really working out for him. Bobby Lashley was pissed. Yeah, he was. He's not happy. Not happy with the boys. So they got to be meaner. They're going to be meaner. He looked like he was mostly blaming Dawkins, though. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to see Dawkins get thrown to the nothingness because they're only going to push Montez. That's why I've never wanted to see the profit split. Because I think I kind of like Dawkins a little bit more. I like Doc. I I do. Not only because he's a Cincinnati boy. It's just he's he's worked hard. If you followed him from NXT, he and that's another guy who was down in NXT forever, mm-hmm. and finally got his shot and took advantage of it. Yeah, I think he's in the background of some of the uh, breaking ground stuff. Yeah, because I recently had gone back and watched it. You know, they they had him in several different tag teams. They had him in the tag team with Dilly. They had him in the tag team with Chad Gable. They had him in there with Jason Jordan. They tried him out with several different people, and finally it stuck with Montez Ford and Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Street Profits got over. Yeah. And, you know, you can talk about a guy that's worked hard. That's Angelo Dawkins. Uh, just just following him from NXT all the way to where he's at now. He's he's deserved every bit of it, and I would hate to hate to hate to see them break up the Profits and Doc get pushed to the side. It's, it's a Tucker and Otis situation. It, it really is. It really is. That's gonna. That's why I'm afraid. What would happen to Dawkins if they split the profits is that he would go the way of Tucker. I mean, it turned out well, Tucker yeah. was kind of an issue, anyways. But Dawkins, I don't think. Well, is an you issue. know, it's, you know, every tag team's got a every tag team's got a Shawn Michaels and every and and a Marty Jannetty. And unfortunately, for Dawk, he is Marty Jannetty in this situation. Okay, I'm gonna start throwing some tag teams at you. I want you to tell me who's the Shawn Michaels and who's the Jannetty. All right. The Outlaws. New Age Outlaws? What? Road Dog's got to be Jannetty. No. Because Billy Gunn's still going. Well, that's... Billy Gunn, always, of... Billy Gunn had, the, had a lot more single success than what Road Dog ever did. Well, that's because Road Dog went to the drugs a lot quicker than Billy well, did. Well, maybe. Oh, no, not maybe. Definite. Well... <laughs> But, but yeah, um, yeah, Road Dog is the Marty Jannetty of that bunch, of those two. Uh, I'm trying to think of a tag team here. I don't want to say it, but New Day. Just Woods and Kofi. Woods and Kofi, it's Woods. Woods is the Jannetty? Woods is, Woods is definitely the Jannetty. Of, of the three New Day members, who hasn't won the world title? Well, who hasn't won a singles who title? Who hasn't won a singles title? It's Woods. That hurts my heart. Poor little Woodsy. He makes me so happy. Um, you know what? Young Bucks. Bucks? 
Oh, because that, it's just hard to say because neither one of them's really had any, really had any singles. They've not really wrestled any singles. Uh, but if I had to say it, Matt Jackson would probably be Marty Jannetty. Because I think it, if Nick had to go on his own, I think Nick would Nick could make a make a carve a niche for himself. I don't think Matt could do that in quite the quite the same manner. FTR. FTR, it's Cash. Cash is, Cash is definitely Genetti. and I love Cash. Don't get me wrong; I think he, I think he's a fantastic dude. I love Cash, love both those guys. But it, it but you you take a look who's been wrestling all the same. Who who does who wrestles all the twenty minutes, twenty twenty five minute singles matches? It's it's Dax. True. Um, so I'm trying to think of one more. God, why has my mind gone completely blank on tag teams? Oh, the Hardy Boys. Let's just throw out the Hardy Boys. Oh, man. Now that one's too easy. Yeah, that's, that's definitely that. Well, yeah. Edge and Christian. God. That one's a little bit harder. That's a little, bit, it's a little really tougher. In single success. I mean, if, you, if you've really got a single one out as a Marty Jannetty, it'd be Christian. But I really can't do that to either one of them. Right. Because both of them made a name it made a name for themselves as a single star and christian kind of did it in in the old uh, tna that's where he become a, a legit single star was in tna mm-hmm. and of course edge how many times world champion has he been so yeah, I, cool. I, I yeah i really can't say that either one of both i mean i can't even really say that they both broke out on their own is it, it you don't see that very often you just don't they- see it's a little harder with the Hardy Boys, but Jeff just had a little bit more. Yeah, Jeff Jeff had a couple of world title runs. Uh, not to say that Matt didn't in TNA, but right, I was it just say, didn't have the same impact as what Jeff's did. Right, Matt never really had it within the WWE realm right, of things. Right, he kind of had to go out and I mean, didn't he kind of make his own title? He did. He did. He kind of he went out and done his own thing and made himself. I mean, Matt Hardy is who he is. He's a genius. All right, let's hear your tag team. My list. top ten tag team li- of all time, my list. So I want to get this. Uh, I want to. Are get- you going to start at ten, being like you know, I don't want to say the worst, but the lower of the list, and I'm, one is the I'm top. Actually, yes, and we're going to go okay. from uh, we're going to go from ten to one. But I've got t- okay. a couple of honorable mentions right here because this is a very tough list. Tough. It, it was tough for me to come up with this list, and. Don't I, I, be to blame but yourself. Okay, yeah. I, I, if you <laughs> be angry, you can be angry at me. Because I come up, this is, this is totally on me. But my first honorable mention is the New Day. Okay. Now, that's not to say that the New Day hasn't done a lot, which they have. They're one of the greatest factions in, in WWE history. That's your key word right there. Faction. Bingo. Factions are one of the greatest factions in WWE history. I think... I just don't believe they were as... See, I take in a lot of consideration into what they meant. What, what you know, how groundbreaking this team was, what they meant to the business. And not to say New Day doesn't mean as much as what the other guys do. It's just that they don't have the same impact. It didn't have the same oomph as some of these other teams that just mean more. So I got... 
my, you have the rest of your list before I yeah. get angry. Yeah. Um, my second honorable mention is the Fabulous Freebirds. Uh, again, faction. Again, another faction. But it was really hard for me to keep them off the list because of what they meant to the business back in the 80s. Right. The Freebirds were the... If you needed a if you needed a heel team to come into your town and be a heel and, and be the best heel combo you had, it was the Freebirds. Is any of those two any of those two guys? Oh, got going on here about knock my knock my earpieces out. But yeah, it's it's uh, the fabulous Freebirds. My second honorable mention, just because of what they what they meant to the business. Uh, I thought uh, WWE done Michael Hayes a disservice by taking him away from that, by having him stop wrestling by 33 years old. Hayes was young when he became... That when, is young. I don't yeah. think I ever knew that. Oh, yeah. It was like 33 years old whenever he went to WWE and they didn't want him to wrestle. They wanted him to be a mouthpiece. Remember, he remember he was uh, Doc Hendricks and he was the Hardy Boys manager. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was like 33 years old. So, whenever they uh, initially brought him in and just had him as a mouthpiece. And I, I thought that was doing a, doing a service, doing a business, a real disservice by doing that. But uh, Michael Hayes, he don't hate it. He, yep. he, he got the, he got the name recognition and he didn't have to go around beating himself to death for 25 years. Right. I mean, he's he, still employed. He's too. still employed too. So he don't hate it. I promise you. But yeah, that that's the fabulous free birds. Second honorable mention. All right. Number 10 on my list. Uh, this is a team that had a had a lot of success, and were very revolutionary. With two other teams that are actually on this list, I thought if we didn't have these three, I think if we didn't have these three teams that are on my list, we wouldn't see wrestling the same. Uh, at number ten, I have Edge and Christian. Okay. Uh, I almost on the list. I can't hate it. That I almost didn't put them on. I almost made them an honorable mention and put the Freebirds ahead of them, but what? But what sold it to me? Why they're on the list and the Freebirds aren't is because they revolutionized with the Hardys and the Dudleys. They revolutionized what we see today. Tables, ladder, tables, ladders, and chairs would have not been a thing if it had not been for these three te- if these uh, these six six men would have not been a thing. And these guys rode that their entire careers. And all six of them have. They that that's that's their turning point for all these teams. That was their turning point was the TLC match. And they revolutionized what the product we see on TV today. Mm-hmm. So that's why they are number they helped revolutionize it. That's why they are number ten on my list. Because they are, they were such a revolutionary tag team, such an entertaining tag team to watch in and out of the ring. Give you some of the best promos you have. I mean, you get a segment with Edge and Christian, it's gold. Where they were babyface, where they's heels, it was gold. And you, you don't get that. You don't get that all the time now. True, very true. So, number nine. Number nine, this team has always, they've made tag team, they brought tag team back. When tag teams were dead and gone in WWE, 
dead and gone in the world of pro wrestling. Nobody cared about tag teams. This team, this team worked to bring tag teams back into the forefront. And it's the Young Bucks. I've, I, I will ride, I, I will, I, I don't say shit about the young, shit on the Young Bucks, but I will criticize the Young Bucks about, about a lot about their style. But, I give them a lot of credit too. I feel like they are the reason why we have a resurgence in tag team wrestling. Now, I give them all the credit in the world for that because, to be, because tag team wrestling is important to them because they know tag team wrestling can sell tickets. They've done it for years. Well, regardless of what I think about their style, regardless of how, how I think they, what how they are in the ring, they've sold tickets for years and they've been made main evented everywhere as a tag team. Uh, the only reason why they're not higher on this list is they just don't have the accolades that some of these other teams do. But to say that they don't mean anything to the business would be a, would be a crime. It would it, I would I would sound ignorant if I said that they, that they didn't mean anything to the business. No, that's you say you don't have to like them, but you can respect. Them. I can respect them. Yeah, exactly. I I, I I don't like the Ringler. They're, I'm not a fan, but I do respect what they do. And anybody, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong for liking them. They have a lot of fans for a reason. So, yeah. Not number, everybody has to like the same people. Right. Not everybody has to dislike the same people. That's what's great about the world. That's what's great about the world. I don't, I don't, I don't like or dislike, I don't like or dislike you because your opinion on something. Right. You, that's your opinion. If you like what you like, you like it. And it don't matter what, what I have to say about it. But, you know, doing stuff like this, this is fun. And uh, I, I think that, you know, I give them their flowers. Uh, they're, they're right now, they're currently, uh, to me, they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Not the greatest, but one of the greatest. Be, only because of what they mean to the business. All right, number eight. Now, I, I think some people might have an issue with this one. I think they're, I think they're one of the all-time great tag teams. No, they don't. They they didn't have the longevity. Some other teams did, but in mid '80s WWE, you wouldn't have found a better tag team other than maybe Demolition, and that was the Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation is number eight on my list. Nothing controversial about that. Now, you don't so, have to have longevity as long as you've got impact. Well, I, I don't. Jim Neidhart and Bret Hart, Bret, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart was was. At one point in time, to me, was the best tag team in the world, and they were for a while. It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a thing of, you know, they just got pushed up there because they look good. Now, Brett, Brett, both these guys can work. We, of course, we know Brett can work, but Jim Jim Neidhart was was an underrated worker, extremely underrated worker, and both those guys together just just peanut butter and jelly, just fantastic together. And they really, they really give purpose to that tag team division in WWE. When Vince McMahon didn't care about it then either, so they made people care about that tag team division because they were so good. Agreed. Number seven. Number seven, the greatest tag team of the E era. In WWE, the WWE era, the greatest tag team they've had. Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. 
are my number seven tag team. Surprised they're not a little higher, but they're on the list. That's well, fine. That, that, well, you'll understand why when you hear the teams that are above them. Yes, I have to hear the teams that are above them. Yes, now, now, like now, honorable mentions. I got it. I got to hear the rest of the list before right. I get upset. Right now, if I do this list again, two, three years down the road, they might be higher. It all, it, you know, they're not done by a long shot. Right now, they're in their single phases of their career, and there's another team that I couldn't pick out. That you asked me to pick out a. Uh, a Marty Jannetty. There's no Marty Jannetty on this team. Both these guys, Jimmy and Jay, top of the game right now. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Single, sure. No matter whether they're in a tag team, in singles, top of the game. And it doesn't matter how many times I watched him fight the New Day, something's always different in those matches. No two matches are ever the same when you have the Usos. So that's why they are, they're number seven. Some people might have them higher, and that's fine if you do. Uh, I just think they are, but I, but I, I do I do believe in the uh, WWE era, because I consider the WWF and WWE era, two different eras, that they are the greatest tag team of the WWE era. Mm-hmm. Number six. The Brain Busters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Okay. Talk, uh, one of the I, I, and I almost I almost put the Minnesota Wrecking Crew in this list. I almost did. With Gene and Ole and Ole and Arn, I almost put the Minnesota Wrecking Crew here. But the, you know the Wrecking Crew, the Wrecking Crew didn't do what mainstream what Arn and Tully did. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew was more of a regional thing. And of course we had Arn and Ole in uh, NWA for a little while. But Arn and Tully might might have been the perfect tag team. Might have been the perfect tag team. How so? Well you 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 had you had both those guys superb workers. Smart, both of them smart, cunning, very, very intelligent guys that just, that if, you know, that would take advantage of any situation, knew how to work everything. I mean, and, and they did it for years where they were by themselves or where they were with the, with the horsemen. They did it for years. Arn Anderson is a tag team specialist. Yes, he was world television champion forever, but Arn Anderson is a tag team specialist. Tully Blanchard, a tag team specialist. And yes, they had single careers that were very good, but I, I, I just feel like their tag team stuff was just fantastic. Okay. I can see it. And number five, I have FTR. Now, another. this is another team. I do this list two, two, three years down the road. They might go up, and they might. And I think FTR is the best tag team on the planet right now. And that's not me being biased. That's just me telling you how it is. I think it's FTR. I think it's Usos, and I think the Bucks are right there. One, two, three. I can see that too. Yeah. Uh, that's that's who I think is one two three right now. 
I think that uh, FTR is, I think they're the only team in history of professional wrestling. Now, I know NXT wasn't around back years ago, so we just have to, you know, in the E era, in the WWE era, which is the last 25, 30 years, they're the only team to hold the NXT championship, both blue and red belts, the AEW tag team titles, the ROH tag team titles, and the New Japan tag team titles. I think they're the only team to ever do that. And that's that tells you what they mean to the wrestling world right there. That they've had all those titles. And within a short amount of time. This is this isn't like a twenty year career we're talking about here. They've done all this within the last seven years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it tells you what it tells you what they mean to the business right now. No, I get it. It's, and, they've definitely taken off. And it doesn't hurt that they're both really good in the ring. Yeah, yes, Dax Southfield is better, but that's not taking any away from anything away from Cash because hell, Cash is. I mean, they're a phenomenal tag team. One hundred percent. Now, now, were you like him or not? Because you, because were you personally like him or not? Because of reasons. That's cool too. I understand. I'm just I'm taking all that out of it and just giving you the giving you the yeah just taking all that out of it, just giving you my honest opinion. I'm just indifferent to him. I have one. I don't have an opinion one way or the other on them. Number four, this team has come down in my rankings a little bit. After I, you know, I, after I go back and I think about it, the teams come down, you know, it's come down just a little bit. Uh, number four, the Rock and Roll Express. Okay. The Rock and yeah, Roll Express. Yeah, you gotta have the list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no list is complete without the Rock and Roll Express on it. I don't care who it is. Um, but they have come down on my, they have come down on my list a little bit because I've grown some, I, I've now have, I've got, I've grown an appreciation for the team, teams higher than what they are. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express. This is a team that could main event any building. Main event any building with Midnight Express. Uh, really though, if they didn't have the Midnight as their as their adversaries, I don't feel like the Rock and Roll wouldn't be would be where they're at. Oh yeah, for sure. You can't really have one without the other. Yeah, you can't have it. one without the other. They needed the Midnight Express just like the Midnight needed them. Right. And they play and they fed off each other and they and they made beautiful music together, so to speak, for years and years and years. Yeah, I bet I, mean, I, I bet I've seen Rock and Roll versus Midnight Express a hundred times, and I mean, and always want to see it. You can almost liken it to a modern day New Day versus Usos. Absolutely, yes. There was a point in time where those two teams needed each other, and they were just killing it. Yes, yes. There's a time, point in time where they needed each other, and they were killing it. And that's what happened here: the Midnight and the uh, Midnight and the Rock and Roll. That you know, they needed each other. They needed each other, and then you know they killed it in in the '80s and early '90s. I mean, even in even all the way into like Smoky Mountain wrestling. Where you know the rock and roll, probably a little past their well, no, I shouldn't say past their prime, but a little bit past you know, you know they they hadn't been working for the NWA for a little while. Um, you know they had the uh, it wasn't the 
Midnight Express, it was the Heavenly Bodies, but it's still Jim Cornette. It's still Jim Cornette tag team. And Jim Cornette was still their number one adversary. So they even kept it up even after they were gone from the NWA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Number three, the Hardy Boys. And it should go without saying. The The same reason why the same reason why Edge and Christian's on this list is why the Hardys are on this list is that the Hardys are way higher because I th- I feel like as a team they had much more success. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I feel like they, uh, they, 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 the Hardys helped revolutionize, revolutionize wrestling as we see it today. If there was no Hardys, there's no Young Bucks. Oh, 100%. 100%. If there's no Hardys, there's no Young Bucks. And I think the Young Bucks would tell you that, Oh, too. absolutely they'd tell you that. They modeled everything they do after what the Hardys did. Everything. To a T. Hardys. Mm-hmm, for sure. And, and even still today, even still today, and we're, the Hardys are as popular as they ever have been. It's amazing to me these guys have had the longevity that they had. They've, uh, you know, Matt's reinvented himself three or four times. Jeff doesn't really have to reinvent himself. Jeff has been uber popular the entire time. But these guys just, they're going to keep on trucking. And I, I, I think they're in their, I think they're on the back, they're definitely on the back nine. I think this is their last run in AEW. But man, what a career they've had. I mean, it should definitely. I mean, Hall of Famers. Right. Hall of Famers. I mean, I don't care where what what where they're wrestling at. They're Hall of Famers. Oh yeah, they've they cemented that easily. Cemented that easily cemented that. Number two. Number two. Couldn't have if we didn't have the Rock and Roll Express, we wouldn't have this team, which is the Midnight Express. Goes without saying. Goes without saying. WWE Hall of Famers, Midnight Express. They should be WWE Hall of Famers. They're not. They should be. Bobby Eaton, one of the best workers you'll ever see. Not the prettiest in the world to look at. Beautiful Bobby wasn't the prettiest. But he's one of the best workers you'll ever see. And and you want to talk about one of the top tag team wrestlers in the world. That was beautiful Bobby Eaton. Could tag with anybody and make them look great. Anybody yep. he was, anybody Bobby was in the ring with looked great. Uh, Stanley, he had his partners in the Midnight Express. Dennis Conjury was the first part, uh, first partner he had, and, and then after Dennis and had a falling out, uh, he had Stan Lane. Everybody knows uh, if you if you've heard of Stan Lane, you know he's a hell of a worker. Stan Lane, beautiful Bobby. They. I, they just kept up the Midnight Express, and they, they kept fighting the rock and roll and the Road Warriors, and man, just just a phenomenal tag team that doesn't get the love they they deserve. So that's why they're they and they and they should be WWE Hall of Famers. All three of those guys, Bobby Eaton not being in the Hall of Fame is a is a damn travesty. Travesty. That surprises me. What, that the Midnight Express is not in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. The, the only well, reason why. Just not getting the love they deserve altogether. Yeah. The only reason why they're not is because they'd have to, then they'd have to induct Jim Cornette into the Hall of Fame. And that's, they don't want to do that. 
if okay, they didn't have I can, Jim, I can, I can see it. If the Midnight Express didn't have Jim Cornette and had somebody else, if they had Paul Heyman, they'd already be in the Hall of Fame. But because they have Cornette, they have to induct Cornette too, and WWE does not want to induct Cornette. They do not like Cornette. Kind of understandable. It's 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 unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that team deserves the deserves the love, all the love in the world for making some of the greatest tag teams we've ever seen. And the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom, are not on my list. What? Not on my list. That's kind of surprising. LOD. LOD, not on my list. And it, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's a lot of great tag teams. And it's hard for me to... It's hard for me to make this list because there's so many great ones out there. But the LOD, and it, it, you know, people are going to... You know, people would say, well, where's, where's the LOD? They just didn't make a cut for me. They might make a cut for you. They didn't make it for me. And last, definitely not least, the number one team of my all-time list. The two greatest faces on the Mount Rushmore of tag team wrestling. Bubba Ray and Devon the Dudley Boys. Okay. Don't hate it. More tag team championships than any tag team ever. That's insane to me. That's that. Ever. I love it. ECW, w, ECW, WCW, WWE, uh, New Japan, TNA. They've held them all. They've held them all. And it, it's crazy that, you know, these guys were super popular. They were, they were dastardly. They, people hated them as heels and loved them as baby faces. They, they were just that, they were just that good together. I mean, they're part of some of the biggest tag team matches in WWE with those TLC matches. Well, yeah, the tag team, yeah, the TLC matches, everybody remembers them for the TLC matches. I'm a bitch for the TLC matches. Everybody remembers them. We, we, and we haven't had really had any tag team matches like that since. Even though we've had the TLC matches, we've never had them like that. The, those matches will never be duplicated again. The only teams yeah. that could duplicate those matches are those three teams. Well, I don't want them to anymore. And I don't want them but... to anymore. They're the only ones that could do it. I would kill at least four of them. Yeah. They're the only teams that can do it. And... I, that's why I, that's why I think that the Dudley Boys are the are should be the considered the greatest tag team of all time. Not just because they've won more tag team titles than anybody. It's just because it's because of how revolutionary that tag team was. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. Yeah, you know, especially especially at you know, ECW. ECW was one thing, but after they left ECW and got into WWE, you know. Those you don't talk about two guys that had to work to get over. It was those two. It was and they did it, and they did it. They had to because Vince wasn't. Back and did that Vince wasn't going to push them. Yeah, Vince wasn't going to push him. Vince wasn't going to push him at all. They were dead in the water, and the TLC match happened, and the rest is history. Yep. But that is my list of the greatest tag teams of all time. If you're if your list, if you feel like 
I missed something? Tell us on the Twitter. Or it's X now. X. It's Twitter. Sounds dirty. Fuck that. Sounds dirty. It's Twitter. It's the X machine now. Yeah, it's always going to be Twitter. The X machine. It's all dirty stuff. Elon Musk changed it. Well, the the writers' strike may be coming to an end, so that would hurt anything involving John Cena and The Rock. No. So. so, they're just here because they got nothing else to do right now. Yeah. Uh, so, any 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 qualms that you any any things you would change on that list, Jenny? I mean, trying to keep personal feelings aside. I probably would have had to have New Day not as an honorable mention. But just that's just because kind of like you were saying, Rock and Roll Express and Midnight Express go hand in hand to me, Usos and New Day go hand in hand. You have to have them both on the list, in my opinion. But that's my only one. Who would you replace that's, them with? That's what I'm having trouble deciding. So you put them in, you gotta take somebody else out. Give me your 10 through 8 again. 8 through 10 is uh, Heart Foundation, uh, The Bucks, and Edge and Christian. Who was next after Heart Foundation? Edge and, uh, Edge and Christian was 10. No, I mean um, above that. A Heart Who Foundation. 6 through Oh, 6? Um, Alright, so... After the Heart Foundation, you had the Usos, you had Arn and Tully, you had FTR, and Rock and Roll Express. Now, see, now you're running into what I run into. I know it's hard. Now, if I could do it, you know, if I want to do a top twenty-five list, a easy, easy top twenty-five list. But you narrow yeah, it down to ten. Too easy. Yeah, it's too get, easy. You don't, you don't have to work for it. Right. Now you narrow it down to ten, makes it a little bit more difficult. For me personally, I would maybe have to take the Bucks off the list. Mm. Only in the fact that, I mean, yes, they got super over Japan in the Indies, but when it came to anything of you know quote unquote meaning, it's been for their own company. So, I mean, how much of it is truly them getting it because of being over or because they put themselves over or their boss put them over because of how important they are to the company kind of a situation? Take into account just because. So I would maybe have to take them out. Okay. I know it's controversial. Don't come at me, people. You make Dara happy with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Dara. She's been going nuts on the internet lately, and I, I know, have been right? That's weird. It. You know, we love you. She's Dara. come out of her shell ever Absolutely. since this punk shit. Absolutely, it lit a fire under her ass, and it I did. am loving it. It did. It did. I, there's a whole side of Dara I didn't know was there. Oh, she's been a ball of fire, and I'm loving her <laughs> for it. It's been some of my favorite content that comes across my Twitter timeline every day. It's just Dara going nuts at people. I love Dara. We love you, Dara. But yeah, no, that would, I'd probably have to take, you know, Bucks, maybe Heart Foundation, but I'm not sure. Mm. 
mate. Nah, nah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I don't know too much about the older teams. Right. I see. See a lot. They were, I would just take Arn and Tolly off. But let's see. There's a lot of older teams that I left off. I mean, yeah. I mentioned Demolition. I just didn't think they they were they were only a WWE gimmick. You know, they they didn't have. Yeah. They were just a WWE team. They were fun, uh, but not. No right. Yeah. Uh, we had you know, of course, the Road Warriors. That uh, put them on the list. Uh, I love the Road Warriors. The British Bulldogs. Uh, Davy Boy Smith and um, you know. I do like them. Yeah. Yeah, the Bulldogs. I wasn't on the list. Uh, you know. Uh, let's see. Go through teams right here. I could go. I can name. No, no. My biggest problem teams. with your list. You didn't put the New Age Outlaws on your list, sir. Yeah, I didn't put the New Age Outlaws on the list. <laughs> I did not. And it wouldn't list. even honorable It would be mention. on my list. It wouldn't even be an honorable mention. But top 25, they'd be there. But that's, it would be higher on that's my just, list. That's just because I am 110% biased and not ashamed to say it. Oh, I know. I know. My list would just be all my favorites, not so much what impact they had. Now, that's always my issue. Now, my favorites. now, if I'm doing individual tag team wrestlers... Billy Gunn's on the list. 100% Billy Gunn's on the list. He's a beast. If I'm doing individual tag team wrestlers, tag team wrestlers that's had the best careers, Billy Gunn is, God, top five. He's a freaking champion in his 50s right now. Yeah. After supposedly retiring by leaving his boots in the ring. Mm -hmm. I knew knew he wasn't gone. No, uh, no, it was all storyline. But yeah, it's just that, that you know, I'm not. That's you know, I, I didn't put the outlaws on the list, and it's not saying that's not saying anything bad toward the outlaws. It's just that that list is stacked with fantastic teams. Right. Now, did the now did the outlaw did DX give us a lot of memories? Sure. As DX, what has the what did the outlaws bring us? They came back for that fun run in 2014. Yeah, they did. They put the Usos over hard. Yeah, they did. Big time. And, I mean, honestly, really, Cody and Goldust, too. And, unfortunately, Punk. But, you know, that's... Well, you know how that goes. You know how that goes. Yeah. But, no, I... I can't hate on your list at all. I want somebody to hate on the list. I want somebody to argue with. I want somebody to hate on it. I'll be curious to have Jericho come in with his opinions next week when I'm gone. Yeah. Make Jericho, make your own list. I want to hear your list. He will. Jericho's good at Jericho Jericho's good at being at at, at being my folly. At being I can't my, wait to see what you yeah. guys come up with. Oh yeah, we'll we'll come up with something good. I know we will. I know without that we will. We got two weeks to fill, to or at least two shows to fill. Yeah, get recorded next week. Take a week off. That's true. Yeah. Or like I, said, I told him, maybe just try to record two episodes at once, then you just edit and put out two. Yeah. So I know, I know it's hard to match schedules sometimes. Yeah, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Is uh, oh, Jimmy G's Jimmy G's dead again. Uh oh. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm watching the uh, I'm watching the uh, Steelers Raiders game as we're recording the podcast, and and Jimmy G died again. So it's twice in like an hour. Yes, he's he died. Right yeah, he died, he died just before we started, too. and he just died again. Personal ah, foul, come on, Pittsburgh. Garoppolo. Personal foul, Pittsburgh. 
He just died. Dead. Dead. D E D. Dead. D E D. Capital. Dead. Minka Minka Fitzpatrick with another dirty shot on somebody. Go figure. I don't know what a Minka is, but I'll he's, just take your word for it. He's a stinker. Minka a stinker. He's a stinker, and he took. He, he's the one that broke uh, Chubb's. Uh, he, he's the one that broke Chubb's leg, ah. and now he's taking a uh, head-to-head shot, helmet shot, leading with the helmet on Garoppolo. He's a dirty player. Get rid of Shit. him. We had two players on our own team take each other out with their helmets today. Oh, that's the worst. They Whoops. take each, take take yourselves out. That's the worst. I mean, there was a Chicago guy between them, but so they didn't see each other. But yeah, that's the worst. Take it was just an oops. Out. But anyway, next week. Yeah, no, you guys come up with some fun shit. I can't wait to listen. Yep, next two weeks will be with Jericho. We'll have some good stuff going on. Uh, we'll also we'll probably also do a uh, probably have a uh, we got fast lane. Probably talk about fast lane a little bit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you guys can talk about fast lane. Yep, we got fast lane. We'll talk about that. Got some other stuff. I I, I know Jericho have uh, Jericho be uh, be ready for it. That's oh, why. Yeah. That's why he's, I like Jer- about Jericho. He's always ready to be on here for sure. I was say he was ready when I talked to him the other night. Nah, he's ready. So. I know he's ready. Anyway, y'all, we're out of here. Hope everybody has a great week of wrestling. We will. Well, me and Jericho. We'll see you for the next couple of weeks. Jenny's gonna be going through, be going to Denver and enjoying that beautiful country. Yeah, I'm gonna go rub Country's it in. Side. I'm gonna go wear a bunch of Chief shirts in Colorado and rub it into yeah. the Denver fans. You wear a Miami shirt and you say we're still at Miami. Miami just scored another touchdown. Yeah, you guys quit playing and they're still playing a week later and scoring on <laughs> you guys. Still scoring on you. I I love to wear my Chiefs gear out in Colorado. I did it one day while the Chiefs were actively playing the Broncos. Mm-hmm. My parents thought I was going to get murdered. <laughs> no. I actually got a lot of a, a lot of haze from other Kansas City fans, so it was fun. I, I like to rub it into Denver because we own Denver. Yeah. Everybody owns Denver everybody right owns, now. Every, everybody <laughs> owns Denver. Seventy points. Cough. I think the only time we didn't own Denver was that brief little stint where they had Peyton Manning, but. That was just because it was Peyton Manning. Yeah, it was just because it was Peyton Manning. We didn't have Patrick yet, so. But now we're good. Wrestling is good. Wrestling is good. Everything's good. It is. So enjoy the week of wrestling, everybody, and I will see you in a couple weeks. Shame and Jericho will be here for the next couple. Yep. It'll be me and Jericho for the next couple weeks, guys. So uh, buckle up. We'll see y'all then. Yeah, they're going to fuck shit up. No, you'll be fine. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> we'll see y'all. You later. two are always entertaining as shit. We try to. Be. Okay, bye all. Bye, bye everybody. <laughs>